Buongiorno. So I just got back from Italy. We had uh, 40 of our parishioners, there were 90 in our group total, and uh, we got to be there for the canonization of John the 23rd and John Paul II. So it was a pretty historic and amazing time in our church. We now have two brand new saints that are going to intercede and pray for us. And uh, it was an amazing experience. I don't know if any, did any of you wake up at 3 in the morning and watch it live on TV? Nobody? Did you guys at least watch it like at some point on the news or anything? It was amazing. There were a million people there, over a million people gathered in St. Peter's. So when the whole square, it holds 800,000 and people were poured out onto the bridges and all the streetways on the side, it was, it was an absolute um, amazing experience and a completely uh, crazy experience when you have that many people gathered together. I was fortunate enough to have a golden ticket. So a couple days before the canonization, I got to go to the bronze doors. And if you've ever been to the Vatican, they're the doors that are on the right where the Swiss guards are. So I got to walk up the stairs to the bronze door and I got my tickets for the audience. So I was one of the 5,000 priests that had seats. There were many more priests that didn't have seats, but I had seats. So that morning, we're walking uh, to the canonization and I, the, the group that was with me had to stay overnight in the streets. They slept overnight from 8 o'clock all the way to the next morning. But uh, I got there around, I left at 6.30 and as I was getting there, all the priests were getting in line. There were 5,000 priests, okay, so we're waiting in line. And one of my priest friends who, who was with me, he said to me, look at all these priests, and they say there's a priest shortage, you know? <laughs> and uh, it was so cool to be with, with all the priests and all the people. So we get into the Vatican, we're in the square, and uh, it was so cool because we weren't sure if Pope Benedict was going to be there, you know, our Pope Emeritus, our retired Pope. And sure enough, he came out, and the, the crowd just applauded when they saw Pope Benedict. And when Pope Francis came out, he came and just gave him a big hug and embrace. And it was, such, it was so awesome to be there at a Mass with two popes, and they were going to canonize two more popes and make two more saints. So it's a pretty surreal experience. At the beginning of Mass, right after they sang the Litany of Saints, they brought these reliquies forward. So they, there were these big silver reliquies, and a reliquy is what holds a relic. And the relics that they had actually were the body and the blood of the two saints. So when John Paul II was beatified, they actually took a vial of his blood and they put it in a reliquy. And when John Twenty-Third was beatified, they took some of his flesh and they put it in the reliquy. And uh, in order for, for them to become saints, there needs to be miracles that happened. And the lady that brought forward John Paul II's blood was actually the lady that had the miracle happen to her. So when she, she had a serious brain aneurysm and it was on the day of the beatification of John Paul and she saw an, a, a newspaper article on her um, coffee table and it was a picture of John Paul and he spoke to her and he said to her, stand up, you're healed. And the lady stood up and she was healed of her aneurysm and all the doctors and scientists looked at it and they declared it to be a miracle. So she got to, to carry up his reliquy. It was really amazing. So as the Mass was going on, it was just awesome because there's a million people there singing and chanting and praying and um, it all happened so fast. But I think the, the moment that really I, I felt like the presence of God was at communion. And it was after communion, everybody had received communion, at least in the square, not everybody got communion, but if you were in the square, you got it. And everybody sat down and then over the loudspeaker they said, silencio, silencio, silencio. And we sat in silence for two minutes, a million people in silence for two minutes. It was an absolutely powerful experience. And I realized at that moment that I had the body of Christ in me and the silence. 
And that same body of Christ was the same body of Christ that made John Paul II the great saint that he was, and that same body of Christ was the same body that made John Twenty-third the great saint that he was and brought about Vatican II. And that same body of Christ is the same body of Christ that, boys and girls, you're going to receive today. And that body of Christ is going to be what makes you a saint one day. It's often afterwards that we realize Jesus' presence because sometimes life is pretty crazy and, and, and hectic, you know? So we hear about the story in Emmaus. And the disciples are walking away from Jerusalem. They're leaving Jerusalem. And they're upset. They're discouraged, okay? They're frustrated because Jesus, they thought he was going to be their new ruler, their new king. And Jesus, who they had looked up to so much, had been beaten, had been handed over to be crucified. They, they saw him crucified. He was died. He was put in a tomb, into a tomb. And then three days later, his body was missing. And they were walking away discouraged. They felt disappointed by God. And they felt disappointed with Jesus. And as they're walking, as we hear, Jesus appears and he comes into their midst and he's walking with, with them, but they don't realize it's him, right? So he's asking them all about what happened. They're like, dude, how do you not know what happened? You know, weren't you in Jerusalem? And uh, finally, they, they get to evening and they're about to, to settle in for the night and Jesus is going to keep walking. And there was something about Jesus. There was something about this man. And they said, you think you could stay with us a little bit longer? And so they had dinner. And it was at dinner, after all the craziness of that whole weekend and, and the crucifixion and the passion and the death and the trauma of finding an empty tomb, it was at dinner with Jesus where he took the bread, he blessed it, he broke it, and he gave it to them. And what happened? Their eyes were opened. They saw him. They experienced him. And then what happened? He disappeared. Right? It was like a brief moment where they, they encountered him, they experienced him, they, they actually realized who he was, and then, they, then he disappeared. And I think this does happen to us. Often, it's, this is how it happens to us with Christ. Like for me, I was there with a million people, and for one moment, I really felt God's presence. And then after that, the Mass was ended, and it was like a million people in chaos going all over the streets of Rome. Our weeks are like that, right? Our weeks are just insane, and they're crazy. And then we come to Mass, and... Like for an hour with, with God, and then for one moment, we receive his body and blood. He comes into you. You receive him. And you get to experience him and feel him and taste him. And for a moment, he's with you. But the truth is, and especially for you boys and girls as you receive communion, once you receive him, he's always with you. But we don't always realize it. Like the disciples, they walked with him that whole time from Jerusalem to Emmaus. And they didn't realize that Jesus was there with them the whole time until the end when they shared a meal. And that's why we have the Eucharist. So that every Sunday, God can be with us. He can take the same bread, break it, bless it, give it to us. And just for a moment, we recognize him. We realize him. That same Eucharist that I received that day and the same Eucharist that Pope uh, St. John Paul II and St. John the 23rd received, you're going to receive here in just a few moments. That same Eucharist is going to make you saints. And so that's my hope and prayer is that you will feel his love, you'll feel him inside of you, and just for a moment, you will feel the presence of God.